Um, good morning. It's, uh, it's always an honor and a privilege for us to come back here. I know uh, we don't really uh, know many of you guys here, but uh, before we made the decision to move down to Tegucigalpa, Honduras three years ago, uh, this was our church home, and so we always, to come back here is always an honor for us, and we always look forward to that, and so I uh, just thank you for having us here this morning. Um, we uh, serve down in Tegucigalpa, Honduras, uh, which is the capital of Honduras, and the ministry that we serve uh, is called AFE, and AFE in Spanish is Amor, Fe y Esperanza, which translates into English as love, faith, and hope. Um, the purpose of this ministry is to serve the children and the families that uh, live and work in and around the city dump in Tegucigalpa, Honduras. On any given day, there's roughly between 12 and 1,500 uh, adults, both men and women, and between two to 300 children who um, spend their days rummaging through uh, a mountain of other people's wastes in order to find uh, food, water, anything that can be used possibly to construct a house, anything that could be used as clothing or anything that they can use in their life. Uh, and also looking for recyclable materials in order to sell. Um, on a given day, from sunup to sundown, an adult uh, can earn roughly 2 to $3 a day, and that's what they use to, to support their families. Um, the garbage dump has been around for years, close to 40 years now, but the local pastor who started this ministry back in 2001, um, his eyes were actually opened by his youngest daughter, who was just five years old at the time, uh, standing in the middle of the garbage dump, Looking around at all of the people, his daughter asked the question of why. Why were these kids up here? Why were these children not in school where they needed to be? And I can say this about the pastor. His name is Johnny. I can say this about Johnny because I've heard him say it about himself. But he would say it was at that moment that his eyes were really open. You know, scales fell from his eyes and he was able to actually see the people the way that God sees us. In the garbage dump, not only are there people, there's, there's cows, there's buzzards all on the ground, flying all in the air, there's... There's dogs all over the place. The ground just moves with life. And it's very easy for the people there to just kind of fade into the background of what's normal in a garbage dump. Uh, but when his five-year-old girl asked that question, his eyes were open to the reality that this is not a lifestyle that anyone deserves. And so they immediately started making plans to, uh, to reach out to these people. They had no money. All they had was their heart and their passion. And so when the ministry first started, it was very messy, um, as all, I guess all ministry is. Um, but they knew that the one thing that they didn't want to do is they didn't want to just focus on one particular area of the children and their families. They wanted to, to approach them in a holistic way. Uh, we don't want to just preach about Jesus if they're hungry or preach about Jesus if they're thirsty or if they have no clothing or they have no place to call a home. And so they knew from the get-go, no matter what we do, we're going to do this holistic. We're going to attack the person, you know, everything about them. And so um, the, the, the main hub of the ministry is a school that was started for these students it was actually started in the trash dump, but now we currently have a school that ranges from nursery age kids all the way up until college. We have 160 students who attend classes in the morning and adult education in the afternoon. We currently have four students who are studying in the universities, uh, two of whom are studying to, to, in graphic design, one who's studying to be a dentist, and one who's studying to be a nutritionist. And just the fact that these, these kids have these goals is a small miracle. Because when we first started the ministry and you would ask these kids what they wanted to be when they grew up, the pinnacle, the highest thing they could ever think of was to be a dump truck driver. Because that was, that was the height of, of their existence. You know, I want to be the person that brings all of this stuff, that brings basically how I make my money. But now we have kids dreaming to be lawyers, doctors, pastors, um, even soccer players. Which for some of them we say, 
sitting in the stands is not a bad thing, but just the fact that they, that they feel the freedom to dream is amazing. And so now we have these kids who are, are reaching out and, and, and reaching further than they could ever imagine. Another part of the ministry is also meeting their physical needs. And so we provide them food and we provide them water, but we also provide them shelter. In the last two summers, we've constructed 15 homes for our families. And you guys are actually sending a team down uh, next year who are going to be constructing a home or possibly homes uh, as well for a lot of our students. And so that's just an amazing, another amazing part. Um, spiritually, we reach these kids out. Uh, you know, for them, the education is free. Everything is provided for. The way that they pay for their tuition is that they're required to attend this local pastor's church every Sunday. And through that, uh, not only are they they sitting in a service much like you guys here, uh, they also have Saturday services for their youth. They also have discipleship classes that they're involved in. And just a few months ago, we actually were able to baptize uh, six of our students who finally made that step in faith to accept Christ. And so it's just been an amazing journey to watch them uh, progress. Uh, and another aspect of our ministry, uh, touching on the physical again, is their, is their health needs. Um, one of the things that attracted my wife and I uh, to Honduras was the fact that, you know, we, we were able to work in a ministry that, that met both of our passions. And Holly, being a nurse, uh, saw a great need uh, to start a clinic for these people. And so she's actually going to share a little bit about that. Um, hello. Good morning. <laughs> I'm Holly, for those of you I don't know. Um, so I am a nurse, like Adam said, and um, that was one of the things that I first noticed when we when we went to Honduras about five years ago. Um, and when we moved there three years ago, we ended up um, doing a lot. Um, but my biggest goal uh, that I felt like God had laid on my heart was to start a clinic. And so I just started meeting with people, the families of Afe, and just started talking with Hondurans and their community and going up to the trash dump and meeting people and, and just basically laying the groundwork um, and understanding what their needs were and what their strengths were. And little by little, God really provided. And I started seeing patients um, in a small glorified broom closet is what we said and had to sweep out the roaches and a couple of dead rats and started. And little by little, God brought patients, and um, there's obviously obviously a huge need as far as healthcare goes because of the contamination everywhere. Um, and now we actually uh, hired a hundred doctor about a year ago, and we're about to hire a hundred nurse, and we have a hundred volunteers. So we have three on the staff. It's very exciting, four including me, and we're seeing almost 600 patients a month. So God has really done a lot in the last three years, and we hope to continue expanding and. That's where we're at as far as the health goes. So just thank you so much uh, for your support as a church, um, just to have your backing, first of all, just in prayer, just constantly put, lifting us up in prayer and your financial support. What we do wouldn't be possible without you, and so we just thank you, uh, CCB, for everything you guys have done and, and hopefully will continue to do. Um, 